Hello and welcome to the Upcycle Christian Podcast. My name is Heather. And my name's Kristen. And we are so excited that you are here this week with us. Um, another week, another great episode. And if you listened to our last episode, which was about relationships and marriage, mm-hmm. it's a good one. If you have not, go listen to it. Shameless plug. Um, this week, we are talking about parenting and about kids. Yes. And if you don't have kids yet, um, this is still, or you're like an auntie and an uncle or whatnot, this is still a good episode to listen to. Um, we decided to do another survey, an anonymous survey, so we can't see who this is. We can't see anything other than mm-hmm. your answers um, about kids. Yeah. I have four kids. I have four, too. Two bonus kids and two of mine. Yes. So, I mean, and that's even... One is almost 16, one's 15, one's five, and one's almost three. So, <laughs> complete opposite spectrums. And Kristen's got blonde hair, so it hides the gray really, really well. <laughs> Just me, you see it from a mile away. I have a an eight-year-old, a five-year-old, a three-year-old, mm-hmm. and an almost two-year-old. <laughs> please pray for me <laughs> i'm gonna cry though because my my two-year-old my almost two-year-old is like my baby and mm-hmm. i was saying to andy the other day oh, and i don't, don't want to cr- i don't want to cry it. right now this is the last set of milestones that i get to launch oh i thought you were gonna say you wanted another no but you i was like heather i physically <laughs> cannot have any more children but you could adopt don't tell me that because don't tell me that don't tell me that because I always told Andy that like when we were older and like some mm-hmm. of our kids started leaving the nest, I told him, I was like, I would love to foster kids. Aww. I would love to be a foster mom. Mm-hmm. And Andy's like, you would adopt every single one that came through our house. And I was like, I would, I would if I could. That's amazing. That takes a special heart. I, I, I would love mm-hmm. to do that. But like with Thea, you know, it's like, those are my last set of milestones. It's the last first mm-hmm. steps. It's the last, you know, solid foods. It's the last first birthday that I'll ever yeah. do. And so I'm definitely looking at it in a different light with her. Like I cherish Aww. it a little bit yeah. more. Um, sorry to my other kids. They got like... <laughs> their milestones you know? are just as important. But when you know it's your last... Yes. And she's very special to me. She wasn't even, like, we were not supposed to have her. Funny story, um, we were set to go in, and I was actually going to have my tubes tied, and Mm -hmm. went in, and they were like, can't tie your tubes, you're pregnant. Oh my goodness. (laughs) And. How many weeks? Um, I was only about eight weeks along. Oh, so you found out very early. I found out very early, and unfortunately, like. At the beginning, mm-hmm. um, I was kind of sad because, like, I had already, in my mind, I had already said, like, Benny was our last one. Like, yep. we we had three amazing kids and we were content and everything like that. Um, and so I was, like, sad. It, you, Andy and I were in a great place. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, oh, no. Like, I just didn't. I was like, Why? god why and and looking back like i do regret those feelings those are natural feelings so if you have and you're hormonal and you're hormonal and you went there to get your tube side and they're like hey you're pregnant yeah (laughs) so i think that's very natural to avoid it yeah but looking back so um it wasn't shortly after 
that I went to like my OB appointments and it Mm -hmm. was like about my third second and third OB appointment they ended up calling me and they said hey um we need to take a biopsy like your pap smear did not come back good and after doing that they found that I had cervical cancer Mm -hmm. and my doctor said to me had you not gotten pregnant because I was lazy like many other people and I don't go to my annual things I do now yeah religiously but I didn't Mm-hmm. You know, because nobody likes those appointments. Mm-hmm. So, um, she's like, had you not gotten pregnant, you probably would not have found out about this until it was too late. Oh, my goodness. God's perfect timing. And so, she is quite literally the little baby that saved my life. Aww. And I tell her that all the time. Mm-hmm. She doesn't understand me, but... She will soon. She will soon. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like... What a testimony, like, you already have and you're not even two. Yeah. Like, because she really did. She changed everything and then it changed to, like, okay, well, four we can do. We, Mm -hmm. you know, it'll be fine with four. Because I was uh, given that choice because they said, do you want to. Yeah, and the pregnancy. And the pregnancy. And then Mm -hmm. we can go ahead with further testing and treatment and stuff like that. Or you could continue with the risk of it getting worse. Mm -hmm. Wow. And I said, we're going to continue with the risk mm-hmm. of getting worse. And so we did. And like towards the end, I was going to Tampa every week for infusions and stuff yeah. because my iron dropped so low. But, and you know what? She, um, she was also born on All Saints Day. She was born on November 1st. Aw. And she was born in her bag of waters. Do you have a picture of her like that? I don't. And nobody decided to tell me until after. That would have been so cool. I would have absolutely loved. Aww. And I was like, so they say, they, all the nurses were like, wow, she's so lucky because that never happens. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have a C-section or anything. Mm-hmm. And they were like, it never happens. We never get to see it. And then on top of that, she was born on All Saints Day. Oh yeah. So... Yeah, she's our little lucky charm. Very cool. So, mm. but she's just, you know. You guys should see Heather's face. She's smiling so big. Because I I love her so much. Aww. I love all my kids. Yeah. And all of them are Mother's special in, in a way, but she just. Aw, I know. You we, know. We secretly have our favorites. They're all our favorites, but. They're all our favorites, but I think she's the one that kind of like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. She was truly a God-given gift, mm-hmm. and she saved my life, so, and I love her dearly, and she's, we, I don't know if anybody can pick it up on the background, but she's been cooing and, like, Aww. talking. To- mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so. She's like, hey, mom, I know you're talking about me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, I mean, like, having kids in general is. It's not for the weak. I know. You're going to sweat. You're going to no. be aggravated. You're going to go through stuff you never thought you were going to go through. Oh. And, and you have a blended family. Oh, So, yes. like, the things that you're going through now, you probably never thought you were going to go through until Nobody you Nobody my well. age can relate to anything. So, I'm mm-hmm. only 27. And when I tell people that both girls are going to be in high school, and then my, my son starts shocked. kindergarten... I said, what? I, I was trying to do math. It was long division isn't good yeah. for me. Everybody's like, there's no way you have those two kids. And, I, and then I have to explain. But yeah, very different realms of everything. Mm-hmm. So there was actually a question on the survey that was burning hot for me. It said, 
How do you handle streaming services and social mm. media for your kids in your home? For example, YouTube, Disney+, Netflix, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. So in my house, we have a very strict rule. We have no cable. Oh, we don't either. So we have antennas. The, mm -hmm. the kids can watch PBS Kids and like a few other channels. We have no um, like PlayStation, Xbox, Wii. We have nothing. Mm -hmm. There was like a yarn ball movie on Disney Plus that we watched with my son. And the yarn ball was drinking at clubs, partying, saying very crude jokes. And my son was cracking up on the floor. Mm -hmm. So why is an animated movie having so much grown up humor? Mm -hmm. So we avoid that by not allowing any of that. And yeah. the older girls, they're not allowed Snapchat, um, TikTok. They're allowed Instagram, but it's monitored by my husband. Yeah. So I would just say definitely set those boundaries and make them clear for all your kids to know mm -hmm. i mean my son's only five and he knows what he's not allowed to watch yep what about you what do you guys do so we have disney plus mm -hmm. on ours um judge judgment free zone yeah and i, I don't judge you for mm -hmm. not having it because there are certain things now we have a smart home so we have google and mm -hmm. i control everything yes on so if they want to, we don't have remotes to our TV. <laughs> so if the kids have to turn the TV on or want to watch something, they have to ask Google. Oh. And by asking Google, I am able to see what they ask Google to watch. Oh, does it pull up on your phone? I can pull up the history of what they oh, ask that's Google. Good. And so, because even like my daughter, she's very curious. Mm -hmm. She's eight years old and she wants to, I mean, she wants to be everything. But Ashley will Google everything under yeah. the sun and she's very into science so she'll google mm -hmm. a lot of science questions and so i use the google to monitor exactly what she's asking and yeah. what she's researching um because some things you can say and google's gonna pull up something completely different oh yeah so um but they're like they're not allowed social media mm -hmm. well uh, yours are too young um ashley is eight and yeah. she is very upset because there are kids in her class that have cell phones and no she's, yes she's going into third grade and she came home we were in second grade came home and was like mom why can't i have a cell phone and one of the what? little friends off the bus um my daughter said um do you she's like oh mom one of my friends said they, they were gonna add you on tiktok now mind you <laughs> i have a tick a business tiktok yeah. account i'm Y'all will not catch me out there doing nothing, wobbling nothing to anything. <laughs> I don't move like that. I don't do that. It's just a business TikTok. I post packing videos. Mm -hmm. So I said, Ashley, and we had to sit down and have a conversation of number one. I said, I don't feel like it's appropriate for you to be sharing mommy's TikTok account with children because not that anything I show isn't appropriate but for it's children. Business. Yeah. But. I don't think that children should be on that app. Mm -hmm. And so therefore I'm not going to support a child adding me. Yes. And following along with, I, I, I post nothing terrible. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah, of course. But I still don't agree with a nine or a 10 year old being Well, on because when TikTok. you're on, you see how crazy it is. Because it's not even regulated. Like there's no. no, you don't pick like what you want to see on there. Yeah. It just scrolls through. It's just like vomit. It's just and there. I think that at parent, as parents, like sometimes we can get sucked into the, 
um, wanting to please our children because we want our children to be able to come and feel free to be around us and to tell us things. So we kind of give in to the secondhand peer pressure. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like your kid is getting peer pressured at school or wherever around their friends of, oh, you need a cell phone or, oh, you need TikTok or do you have an Instagram or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they come to us and then they're like, well, why can't I have this? And why can't I have that? And instead of kind of sticking to our guns and being mm-hmm. like, well, listen, there are some very inappropriate things that you can see on these apps. We'll be like, oh, well, yeah, you can have it, but we'll just like, we'll make sure you're not. Now your kid, you're bonus kids are teenagers so that's mm-hmm. a different story but like my kid at eight and nine and ten you know what I mean like she's yeah. not I was 18 before I got a cell phone what oh I was 18 before I got a cell phone see I had one in fourth grade oh yeah me no. and Heather lived a very different lives. <laughs> I was in the world <laughs> well um I think it also was because my parents didn't have like the extra Mm -hmm. funds and there were three of us kids. So it's like what they do for one, they would have to do for the other. Um, But I paid for my phone with money from my first job. Wow. So. But see that taught you responsibility. Oh boy, did it. And Mm -hmm. my child will learn the same. Mm -hmm. And because here's the thing, like, and I know that it was a different world it really yes from 1990s to now Mm -hmm. the world has changed immensely Mm -hmm. my parents would drop us off to go to the movie theater on a friday night Mm -hmm. and i was like i think the youngest i can remember was back when plant city movie theater had three dollar movies so that'll tell you something (laughs) and i had to have been like maybe 13 at the oldest Mm -hmm. 12 or 13 and i'm like i would never my mom was too strict. Growing up, I wasn't allowed many freedoms. Until 10th grade, I had a nervous breakdown. Really? Yeah, I was like, all oh my... Well, okay. The Holy Spirit has always... I've always had such discernment mm-hmm. with who I should be friends with, with what I should do, where I should be, that for a long time, I thought it was my conscience because I was in the world. I didn't know about God. Mm-hmm. But now I know that it's always been the Holy Spirit guiding me. Yeah. So there would be times where I wouldn't even ask my mom because I knew she would say no, but she, yeah. she who knows, she might have said yes. Oh, yeah. And I mean, like, I think how we were raised was so different. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we're, there should be a school because raising kids now is... I mean, with transgender, so with, with gay marriage, I mean... Every th- same same sex bathrooms or in different sex bathrooms now and well I mean I mean just storybook characters coming to school to read different books I mean it's a lot right now it's it's a lot she, okay I'll share a funny story my daughter um so you know when we were in mm-hmm. school and we would take music class right that was mm-hmm. a normal for you know thing so you would learn about like different composers and stuff like that. Bach, um, I don't know why I'm blanking on all the others. Mozart, Mozart, um, yeah. Stevie Wonder, mm-hmm. even, um, yeah, you know, absolutely amazing, talented people, and all this stuff. So, my daughter came home from school and she was like, Oh, mom, in music, we're learning about a new our composer of the month and all about their music. And I said, oh, yeah, well, who's the composer of the month? And she said, Snoop Dogg. I thought you were going to say Jay-Z. No, Snoop Dogg. Snoop. 
They were playing Snoop Dogg songs in her music class. That doesn't surprise me. And I said, oh, well, what what songs, honey? Because, like, we're, we're um, Christian radio listeners mm-hmm. in the car, you know what yeah. I mean? So, like, Ashley's belting out praise and worship nonstop. And it's just so funny because... Here she is, like, coming home with a Snoop Dogg song. And I'm like, where did we learn this from? (laughs) She's like, oh, it's school. And I was like, okay. And I was like, this is so different. Like, it was different. Was it at least a PG song or? Not necessarily. Um, It was a radio-friendly version. Okay. Of Mm -hmm. a. But you know what? And it opened up dialogue for me and her to talk. And I said, look, and that's the important part. If your your kids are going to come home from school, from groups, from Anywhere. wherever, from wherever, their first jobs, they're, no matter how old, and they're going to come home with real world things that are mm-hmm. not of God. Yeah. And you're going to, you can't brush that under the rug. You have to address it. You have to it. navigate mm-hmm. then. So my son, he's, he's only five and they told him at daycare, God's not real. Stop praying over us. You're so weird. And I, he gets in the car and I say, don't you ever stop praying. You're a prayer warrior. You're a man of God. Your assignment is to pray over those people. So I'll just fill him and I'll keep encouraging him. And That makes me so sad. Mm-hmm. Because I used to work. Um, I used to work for preschools. And you know what's funny is um, in teaching. Mm-hmm. And I've had to like kind of rewire my brain with this. But um, we, I remember going to like a uh, training. Mm-hmm. And... The training was that in class, you should not say, okay, boys and girls, it was... No. I, I'm not even kidding you. It was, you should say, okay, friends, because... Okay, that's, you know, that's now pushing an agenda on kids who have no idea. And I... So, the one thing I always um, kind of, as a teacher, I and I taught mm-hmm. in um, a Christian school... Mm-hmm loved it i've taught in non-christian schools Mm -hmm. in either situation i have never pressed any personal um belief or beliefs anything as a teacher i was there to teach them fundamentals and to teach them their basics their abcs Mm -hmm. one two threes addition language arts all that kind of stuff because as a as a parent i feel like it's the parent's responsibility to instill those things mm-hmm. in your children and teach to prepare what, them for the world prepare them teach them what you're going to teach them and you know because we all have a different way of parenting right mm-hmm. and I think that it's important to make sure like no matter how you're going to parent is that you prepare them for everything yes because like I was very sheltered as a child and I um which is kind of funny because like my parents never really like we never felt sheltered Mm -hmm. granted we weren't allowed to do a lot of things Mm -hmm. but um we were sheltered and I remember the first time I ever found out what um the word promiscuous meant (laughs) do you want to know where I was when I found out where I was at church oh when they said it like in a sermon yes yeah and my pastor was talking about how we listen to secular songs yes and how um we don't even know what those those words mean Mm -hmm. and he brought up the word promiscuous and gave the definition and i'm sitting there like what and i never even like how old were you um i was in ninth grade oh my 
so whatever age that was and um but 14 yeah yeah I was very sheltered I um you know I but this is gonna sound so silly but I believed in um you know the Christmas guy Santa yeah Oh, I wasn't going to say his name in case there were children listening, but... Oh, well. <laughs> I believed in him until I was 13 years old. Okay, you're going to think I'm the Grinch. <laughs> I flat out tell my kids there's no Santa. Which, that's fine. There are people yeah. that do that. Well, I say that these gifts are a blessing from God. Yeah. And, you know, anything that we have is to share for anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, for friends. Yeah. And, but I grew up thinking Santa was real. Oh, I did too. Until I was 13 years old, guys, and then I found my Easy Bake Oven in a closet. Thanks, Mom and Dad. Um, but I, and I kid you not, we, we pulled out pictures the other day, and it was 13-year-old me sitting on Santa's lap at the mall in a white tiger no. t-shirt from Bush Gardens. I, Kristen, I'm going to go get it, and I'm going to bring it to you to show you. It was me at 13 years old. I brought on my list and everything. Oh, my God. I was well, 13. Okay. I was 13. I'm speechless right now. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> So you know what? If that was the moment where I was like, if I could believe in Santa for thirteen mm-hmm. years, I could believe in myself for five minutes. Okay. Yeah. I've got this parenting thing. Would you write letters? Yes. Aww. Every single year. And like my kids grow my kids and yeah. like that's the thing. Everybody has their own way of parenting. There are people who don't yeah. have their kids believe in Santa. And some people in my family think I'm crazy for saying that to them. But I want to prepare them for the world. Uh and I agree with that. I don't, you know. I don't judge you. I don't think that's. Okay, in fourth grade, there was a girl, and um, everybody in my class didn't believe. Mm-hmm. And she was the only one who believed. So you guys could have been friends. We could have been friends. And they used to go up to her and tell her, you know, hey, your parents are lying to you. Like, they would tell her straight <laughs> up. And they even told her, like, hey, you should probably look in their closet or the garage. Yeah. And she was just firm in her faith. But you know what? I wish we believed in our Christ-like mm. relationships like we do in Santa as kids. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that didn't make sense, kind of, I feel like, saying it out loud. But No, it, that Christ, that, that childlike faith. Yes. If you yes. could teach your kids to be little disciples and mm-hmm. believe in God the way they believe in Santa, is like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But the thing about it is, like, and, like, my kids know. Now, Andy... <laughs> Andy and I are just really lazy parents, so we don't we don't stress Santa or not stress Santa. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like we we talk about Santa in our home, but you know his in laws when we go over there. Yes, how do they handle it? So number one, it's a fourteen hour day for just presents alone. Really? Am I, no, I'm just kidding. But you have to think. Oh, we had to stop doing family. individual presents, and now we do um, we do a Pollyanna, so like a secret Santa. Mm-hmm. The kids draw one name, and they buy for one person. Oh, okay. And then we do the same for the adults, because it was just getting to be... Everybody was going broke, because everyone yeah. has like three how, kids at least. How big is your in-law side? How many kids? Oh, um, so Andy's parents are on their... Thea was the... Why do I want to say like the 17th grandchild? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Andy has five <laughs> sisters, five sisters and one brother and only one person, 
only one person doesn't have kids. Wow. And that's Donna Ann. She yeah. doesn't have any kids yet. Everybody else has children and multiple children. Um, so yeah, I don't blame you guys for doing one It's one a lot. Gift. But we, uh, it's also like over at Andy's parents' house. So we will do presents and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But we also, Andy's mom makes sure to have a cake every year and we sing happy birthday to Jesus. Aww. So I, my kids get to see like, you know what I mean? Like they're not... Mm-hmm. And I feel like some people are like, oh, if you believe in Santa, then why can you, like, how can you call yourself a Christian Christian or or whatnot? But just, like, it's a holiday, but I don't steer away from the true meaning of that. You know what I mean? I make sure that my kids very well know, like, that it's Jesus' day. Yeah. Go Jesus. Go Jesus. I have a shirt, funny enough, that says, go Jesus, it's your birthday. (laughs) And I like that. One of my favorites. But, you know, I make. But that's the thing. As parents, that's mm-hmm. what we have to do. You have to make sure that you're... You have to meet your kids where they're at. You know, you know your kids better than anybody else. Yeah. If you think, you know, if you think that's the right decision for your family, then it is. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, we, like I said, we're kind of lazy parents. So, like, we don't ever stress no it or not stress it. But, um... Hey, there's no mom guilt. There is no mom guilt here so, so there's another one i wanted to s- talk about how would you handle a situation if your child was being bullied oh i'm currently going through that <laughs> oh with which one ashley oh. um ashley currently does not want to start back at school because she has been bullied so badly the year before oh oh it's broken my heart i tried everything this past summer to get her into a different school and it just mm-hmm. didn't pan out we talked about homeschooling. We mm-hmm. we're gonna try the beginning, but then if things don't pan out, then I'll probably end up homeschooling her because I just when you when you are praying for her, do you ever ask for others to see her the way Christ sees her, and for her to have a special light in her that brings people to want to get to know her and want to get to know Christ. Have you have you tried praying over her like that? Um, not in those exact words, but I probably should. I pray more like that she now I don't want her to be a follower. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, you always want your kid to be a leader. I want her and I don't want her to just do what everybody else is doing mm-hmm. because that's the cool thing to do because sometimes that can get you into mm-hmm. inappropriate things. Um so I just pray that she is accepted and she feels comfortable with the people that accept mm-hmm. her too because I don't want her to just kind of like hang out with people and like think that they're her friend yeah. like I mean it's hard in general because I we should, we should pray for boldness over her yeah that she has such a boldness and God's light in her is so strong that it brings people to want to get to know her because there's something different about her and they want to get to know what it is yeah and the thing is is that she she wants to get to know everybody else i'm hoping mm-hmm. that this year because last year she started in the middle of the year because we moved mm-hmm. so i'm hoping that this year since everybody's starting at the same time it's right. all like new people i'm hoping that that'll help and i think a lot of kids were doing e-learning yes so it's a lot of kids i think it's going to be a completely different school year yeah i'm hoping Mm-hmm. Our two oldest did um, e-learning last year, and it ended up being great for our family. Oh, really? So, well, I had prayed on it for a long time, and um, 
I I mean, I always want them to go to school to get those relationships and hang out with friends. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's always better to go in person. But God had really spoke to me and said, no, they need to do e-learning. Yeah. And it's hard to be obedient when it goes against your flesh what you want. Oh, absolutely. But thankfully we listened and it was best for them. Mm -hmm. It And like, I think that's the thing is like in parenting, like go to God for everything, Mm -hmm. everything. Run to him. Like even the meltdowns, um, somebody said on here, because it was how do you handle meltdowns with your child? And someone said, you know, they get down to their level and they really um, just focus in on the child, but then they pray. Mm -hmm. Oh, and chalking that one down in my noggin because that's what I need to do. Mm-hmm. Because it's hard. And like I, with Benny, he is special needs. So mm-hmm. he has sensory processing disorder. And meltdowns are every five minutes you can catch a show, ladies and gentlemen, if you're at my house. If you're not at my house, if you're at church. Um, and so it's hard mm-hmm. because people are like, oh, like your kid is so bad. And like, you oh, know, yeah. Benny was the bad kid. But it was because he, you know, we've and we've been going to therapy for a year to work mm-hmm. it out. But... I also wish, like, after reading that, I wish that after every meltdown, I sat and prayed for my kid. You don't even have to sit. It can be walking. It can be holding. No, but you know what I mean. I wish I had taken that time to pray. Yeah. And I will now. I've just never thought, and I, I, like, I've never thought about it that way. I can honestly say I do. Do you? Yes. And I now have my kids doing it. Yeah. And if I don't like something, I'll say repent or you know, I rebuke or whatever the case is. Yeah. And now they know that they have an open dialogue. See, and like, that's the thing. Mm -hmm. So that's the thing, everybody, like you don't, I'm very much like, I don't want to say naive, but I didn't, you know, there are things you Mm -hmm. don't think about. And it's not until we get that dialogue started and we start talking to people. And that's why I feel like it's so important to create those friendships with people in the church Mm -hmm. um like-minded people who are going through even if it's not the same but similar things Mm -hmm. like all of us parents we're all going through the same motions of trying to raise our kids it may be in different ways we may let our kids watch disney or we may not or we may believe in santa we may not we (laughs) there's differences but the Mm -hmm. thing is everyone is trying to keep a tiny human alive right and And fed and clothed and and it's just knowing that you can go to somebody and talk to them. Mm-hmm. And maybe somebody has advice that you've never thought of. Yeah. That you've never thought, well, maybe I should put that into place. And it may change the way you run things in your house or may, mm-hmm. make things a little bit easier. Or maybe somebody gets something from you. You know what I mean? Maybe you're giving advice to somebody. So that I feel like that's very important to mm-hmm. find your tribe in church and find people yes. you can count on and talk so, to there's one lady in our church and i knew she was part of my tribe because we went to mcdonald's together <laughs> and i'm not kidding you she, I, at the time she only had four kids and it was me with the two but between all of us they mcdonald's must have made over 100 chicken nuggets for our family <laughs> and every kid had a box of nuggets and um one of her kids had a little meltdown and she was just screaming at mcdonald's and i'm like you're my type of mom friend, you yeah. know, like you lost your cool, but it's okay. 
you know? That's it. Yeah. Because we're all going to lose our cool at some point in time. Yeah. We're human. But it was like a domino. Like, one kid's drink fell, another kid's nugget box fell, fries fell. Mm Mm-hmm. So, you know, stuff happens. That's because you're trying to go out and have these godly relationships with people. Yes. You know what I mean? The devil wants to put a stop to that. Yeah, Satan's like, oh, no, not on my watch. Yeah, absolutely Mm -hmm. not. You think you're going to go out and have friends from church and Mm -hmm. hang out outside of church on a non-Sunday? What are you, crazy? Yeah. Just wait. Watch what I can. But, I mean, like, that's where you push through and you really lean on God. And you know Mm -hmm. what? So what? Like, things spill and you lose it and... I cried at Kristen's child's birthday party. I, I knew mean, you were going to say that. I was looking at you and I'm like. It's my favorite story. <laughs> and she loves me anyway. I, we, were, we were blowing out the birthday candles and I'm just hugging her. And I'm like, I love you. <laughs> and I'm doing, and I'm doing uh, what is it called? Diving in the pool yeah. in the pouring rain. <laughs> I'm like, I'm fine. I'm really not, but I'm fine. <laughs> but you know what? But then Kristen walked me out. Her child's birthday party, she walked me out to my car and spoke with me in the parking lot Mm -hmm. and, you know, rebuked anything I was feeling or Mm -hmm. any um, words that were trying to tear me down. And, like, those are the people that you need in your life. Those are the parents you need Mm -hmm. in your life that, you know. To build you up, encourage you. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And, I mean, especially if you're a parent because parenting is hard. There was another question on here, and it was talking about, do you attend church? If yes, do your kids attend too? I think that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Because we hadn't until recently. Mm-hmm. Do you notice a change in your kids now that they go? Absolutely. My mm-hmm. Even last night, um, my daughter was playing with my nephew mm-hmm. over at my dad's house, and Owen my nephew fell and I guess like he was like ow and like grabbed his knee and the first thing my daughter said was um here Owen let me pray Jesus will heal you see and she like is so but she's uh, that girl is my little disciple prayer warrior prayer warrior she will tell Mm -hmm. anybody about Jesus anywhere that's amazing I mean and she has no fear over it she Mm -hmm. will literally Oliver's a little bit too, like, he's a little bit shy, but Mm -hmm. his teacher in Sunday school um, broke her leg, right? Mm -hmm. I know, yeah. And so, at night, when we would do prayers, Mm -hmm. he has been praying for her foot every night. Oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah. A childlike faith. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, like, he may not, he doesn't tell, he's very shy, but at night, he was like, Mom... I want to pray for her foot that Jesus heals her. Aww. And I'm like, okay, buddy, we can pray. And I mean, like, it's just so sweet mm-hmm. that, you know, and I mean, before we would pray, I had nightly prayers, mm-hmm. but the depth that it is now, mm-hmm. you know, and I didn't think that like that was capable with my two older children. I still say the basic prayer with like my mm-hmm. two youngest, but my two oldest, I'm like, listening to them pray especially my Mm -hmm. eight-year-old and the way she prays now Mm -hmm. i'm like oh i know when when we're praying my son always his favorite to say is and i plead the blood over them in the name of jesus (laughs) 
He's like, anoint every door and room, every door, room, and window. (laughs) He's so sweet. But it's like the thing, and I think, like, I'm like, man, I wish I would have had that a date. I wish Mm -hmm. I had been like that. I am now, but you know what I mean? Sometimes it brings me to tears because I was an atheist. Mm -hmm. So I never in a million years would have thought I would have had kids. Yeah. Who would pray or go to church. Oh, I cried the other day when Ashley came and said she wanted to be baptized because mm-hmm. she said, um, she said, you know, sometimes God speaks to me and I, oh, I lost it. And I tried not to lose it in front of her, but I was like, it, and not me. I was like sad crying, like, oh, this is a terrible thing. No, yeah. I was crying because it was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And like, I finally thought like, oh, like I made it to this point in life where my kids you know have a relationship with god and like a strong one at mm-hmm. that and i mean it was just so that's all you can ask for that's all you can ask mm-hmm. for and just go to god with everything and i and try and instill that in my own kids you know mm-hmm. so the moral of the story is really that parenting is hard so find your parenting tribe yes and stick with them but also you know, prepare your kids for what is to come, what might be, mm-hmm. and have an open dialogue. You know, if they come home and say something that is like very shocking and maybe mm-hmm. something they shouldn't be talking about, don't immediately like jump down their throat. Mm-hmm. Because if you do that, they're going to shut down and never want to talk to you about yes. anything like that again. Mm-hmm. And that's what you don't want. And I w- this is a little nugget for any parents who have teenagers. Make sure you are you are extremely close with the youth pastor and with anyone serving in youth. Yes. That's the biggest piece of advice I can give. So I frequently comment on the youth Instagram all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm up to date with every post. I see every story. Yeah. Very open relationship there. Which is good because mm-hmm. let's face it, sometimes those those folks are with your kids more than you are. Yeah. When you think about it, when or you think of... open up to them. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're, they're not your, the parent, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, they're there Wednesday nights. Um, is it Wednesday night that youth meets? Yes. Yeah, so Wednesday mm-hmm. night, and then they'll see them on Sundays mm-hmm. just walking around, and then there's camps and stuff like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, and social media now that, now, like, back in my day, like, <laughs> back in my day, <laughs> um, there was no like social media for a youth group Mm -hmm. and stuff like that so that's how it's changed even more now and now yeah having to navigate that and so it's it's interesting because your kids probably will open up I know that my child she's only eight but I guarantee she probably opens up to um her kids pastor oh 100 percent more they say they know everything yeah Oh, and oh, Lord. my daughter already is a talker, so, like, I know what she tells her teachers. Mm-hmm. Like, she tells her teachers everything about mm-hmm. me, so I can only imagine what everybody at this church knows. She's like, my mom's the best. So, um, y'all send me DMs if you know any secrets about me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so, we appreciate you guys joining us. Uh, we appreciate everybody who has filled out one of these surveys 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 and has helped open up kind of this dialogue 
as always, our inbox is open for any prayer requests, mm-hmm. any needs that you have, anything you just want prayer for, if it's um, unspoken or if it's, you know, anonymous or, or whatnot. Um, we're here and we just want to be able to pray for you guys in any way that mm-hmm. you need. So um, with that, we love you. We hope you have a great week and we will see you for another episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.